Welcome to the Astro Psyche. This is your weekly astrology forecast for December 4th through the 10th. And this week we have a sense of smoothing out and settling in as opposed to the the more active, dynamic, and I would say even intense energy and experiences from the previous couple of weeks. So uh, we're going to talk about all of that. And um, my name is Shauna McGrath. I am a psychotherapist and astrologer, and I am so excited and honored to share the astrology of this week with you so that you can feel into what's happening and make the most out of these energies. So let's talk about it. So um, first thing that happens right at the top of the week is we will have a third quarter moon in Virgo. And so the third quarter moon is where it's essentially a square between the moon and the sun. And it's the point in the whole lunation phase, the monthly lunation phase between the full moon and the next new moon. So we had our full moon in Gemini last week, and then we're going to have our next new moon in Sagittarius next week, Tuesday, the 12th of December. Uh, but before then, this week, we have our third quarter moon. And the third quarter, psychologically, emotionally, this is a time of confronting internal conflict or internal tension or where it feels like there's something that that we want to do or change or say and when I say tension or conflict it doesn't have to be unpleasant it's more like there's something that that kind of like needs to shift or that wants to lock into place there's kind of like again it feels kind of like this sense of settling or completion or closure there's something that sort of wants to subtly shift, or this can even be a realization and kind of like, a, ah, okay, like I get what needs to happen or what I need to happen here. So this is kind of the energy of this week, the emotional tone of this week. And this third quarter moon is happening in the sign of Virgo. And so Virgo is all about purposeful healing. It's about doing things in a way where there is a system or a routine or a ritualistic type of way of doing things. And uh, so I think that's also a part of this week, this emotional tone is finding a sense of purpose and mindfulness and even like uh, where we are now within the broader structure of what it is that we're doing and planning. Uh, okay, so the other big piece of what's happening this week is that Venus will move into the sign of Scorpio. Uh, so Venus is moving from Libra into Scorpio, and it will be there for about a month or so. So Venus moves into Scorpio on December 4th. It will be there until December 30th. And uh, so Venus is a symbol of our relationships, our interpersonal dynamics, our sense of joy and beauty and pleasure and aesthetics and the, the things that make us feel good, the things that we're drawn towards, and also to some extent, in contrast, the things that we're, uh, that we're repulsed by, the things that we are not drawn toward, that we have an aversion toward. 
And so we're moving from this period of Venus, this about month-ish period of Venus being in Libra, which is really about focusing on and prioritizing relationships and social connections. And uh, Libra being about finding a sense of balance and equanimity and justice and like really wanting to smooth things out as much as possible that maintaining the relationship being the priority. Where Scorpio, there's more of a focus. So it's still relational, right? Because it's still Venus. So this is still the um, the, ter- the the intent, the drive, so to speak, is still relational. And it shifts in its approach to deep, intense bonding, which is Scorpio. So emotional bonding, emotional intimacy, and uh, even intimacy with oneself, like being really introspective and reflective and wanting to mine for these deeper connection experiences. And so, of course, depending on your temperament and uh, your relational style and your attachment style and all of these different things, what's actually happening in your life And then also your birth chart, you're going to have a different experience of this from person to person. Uh, But overall, the theme is this month in December is really prioritizing the, the deep bonds that we have and how we bond and how we find a sense of deep connection with other and what that looks like for us, if we like that, if, you know, whether we like that or don't like that, or if that's working or not working, this is an opportunity to reflect on how we are intimate with others, how we're intimate with ourselves. And I think that Scorpio really emphasizes and prioritizes authenticity and honesty with others, but also with oneself. And uh, Scorpio has themes around getting into the root of an issue, getting into the nitty gritty of something, like really going deep with something. And, um, you know, of course, some of the the other associations with Scorpio are around uh, psychology, but it can also be like psychological manipulation or shame or guilt or some of these um, things where power and intimacy can be construed um, or, or mutilated in some way. And I think a lot of this is when we, um, are trying to seek intimacy and connection, but then we get tripped up because of our, our patterning or our upbringing, or, you know, whether that's, um, challenging experiences that we've had, whatever it is. Sometimes when we seek connection, we find that we do it in a way uh, or we encounter blocks where we don't actually feel connected. And so I think that I'm saying that because I think that Venus and Scorpio is a fantastic opportunity to look at the ways in which we connect and the ways in which we feel challenges around that. And why may that be? And like approaching that with a sense of curiosity like what's going on here? Like how how is this working for me? And then also um, also a sense of uh, gosh, I had a thought and it just it slipped away. But yeah, like a sense of oh yes, okay, a sense of curiosity and then also um, 
an ear to what it is that we are actually desiring and wanting and feeling like what our actual needs are in a scenario. And there's a concept in emotionally focused therapy that uh, where there's this concept that we have different layers of emotion, like where we may feel angry about a situation, but underneath that anger, there is a feeling of feeling neglected or left or rejected in some way, and that we kind of have these multiple layers. So I share that because Scorpio also is very conducive to that, to being like, okay, what are the um, multiple layers of feelings here? And sometimes they don't, you know, it's not something that you would initially associate. So there's like deep layers. It's not just what meets the eye. Okay. Anyways, I digress. So that is, uh, that's, that's the vibe. That's the theme that we are beginning this week and that we get to experience all month with Venus in Scorpio, uh, this week. Okay. So yeah, I'm not done with Venus in Scorpio yet, actually. So this week also, as Venus moves into Scorpio, it will very immediately make a trine to Saturn. And it's also going to make an opposite an opposition to Jupiter this week. So uh, I actually really like Venus trine Saturn because a trine is where things flow easily. There's a harmonious, just like gelling of the whole situation. And so um, when this is Saturn, Saturn is about commitment, structure, devotion, discipline, boundaries, the, the things that like the structural things of our lives. And when we're talking about Venus Saturn, this is around our committed relationships, the way that we have our limits or boundaries or agreements and relationship. And so there's a natural flow here. So a great opportunity to like really look at challenges or um, scenarios around the ways that we commit or the ways that we um, have agreements with one another and, and the things that we ask for too, I think in relationship. And then the opposition to Jupiter, this is interesting. So oppositions are different than a trine. There's a little bit of a tension there. So we have Venus and Scorpio opposite Jupiter in Taurus. And so Jupiter is about expanding, being open, being more inclusive, allowing more opening up to more. It can also be sometimes the sense of if that's an excess, it can be taking on too much or feeling like something is too much. So um, when we're thinking about this, this is a sense of being open relationally, but then I think also like taking stock of what feels like too much or what feels like overwhelming. Um I'm also thinking about just practically in the world, a lot of us are in uh, the holiday seasons where we may be traveling, we may be seeing um, family members or people that that we haven't seen in quite some time. And so I think that a natural indicate, like a natural correlation to Venus Jupiter is sort of feeling like a sense of uh, maybe too muchness. And so how can we use the Venus Saturn to work with our limitations and to ask for what we need and to, to even like acknowledge to ourselves what it is that we need and validate our feelings in that way. Okay. So that is the Venus Scorpio situation. Now this week also we have Mercury and Capricorn 
making a trine to Jupiter. And so um, Mercury is about our logical mind, thought process, communication, but also things like divination, meditation, uh, astrology, oracles, all of those things. The, w- the ways that we receive insight in any manner of ways. And so, uh, so this is a trine, right? So we know that trines are harmonious, easy kind of flow. It can be um, even easy to sort of gloss over this kind of energy because trines are so effortless. We don't like, it's not confrontational. We, we can notice it or it might just sort of pass us by. Now I really like Mercury trine Jupiter because this is uh, an expanded awareness, allowing for new insights, allowing for new ideas, allowing for us to have an opening in our perception to maybe think about things differently or to think about things in, uh, in a, to think about things from someone else's perspective, Jupiter being, um, so correlated to uh, other cultures and other ways of being and to know that, to remember that our way of thinking individually or even like within our own culture or family system is not the way that everyone else views things. So I think there's also like a potential for opening our mind and becoming um, more aware of new information. And so also a reminder, I want us to keep in mind that Mercury is moving very slowly. It's starting to slow down uh, leading up to its retrograde period. So Mercury will be retrograde from um, starting next week from Wednesday, December 12th through to Monday, January 1st. So it's going to station retrograde in Capricorn. It will... um, appear to move backwards into Sagittarius and then go forward in Capricorn. So what this means is that Mercury is making this trine here to Jupiter. It's going to go back into Sag and then it's going to come forward and make this trine again. So we kind of get, so I think that's important because it's like Mercury is highlighting this area more than once. And so this is kind of like uh, the, the first part of this uh, Mercury trine Jupiter. Okay. So, uh, so that's, I'm going to pull some tarot cards, but that's essentially what is happening for the week. I wonder how that lands for you. What comes up for you? I think especially the, the big thing for me this week is thinking about Venus's movement into Scorpio. Because I think that is such a dramatic shift from Venus and Libra. It's a very different emotional tone. And I think that, um, I think that it can be used like sort of actually, now that I'm thinking about it, sort of an accompaniment with the Mercury retrograde, because we know that Mercury retrograde is a process of introspection, self-reflection, going back and kind of like thinking about things, retooling things. And then Venus in Scorpio is inherently introspective, like like deeply introspective. 
Uh, I would also say the thing to sort of keep in mind with Venus and Scorpio, especially if you already are a deeply reflective person and, you know, maybe if let's say you already have some Scorpio placements in your birth chart, I think it's good to watch for uh, tendencies towards rumination or like where you're looping in um, in, a, in a thought process that doesn't feel per, uh, like not productive, but in a thought process that feels like it is emotionally harmful to you. And when I say emotionally harmful, I mean like a thought process that, uh, that emphasizes shame or guilt in a way where it's kind of like turned in on you or turned out on someone. And there's a lot of like, uh, you know, blame or shame or guilt or things like this. These are things that can come up with Scorpio. And I think that um, this is why it's so helpful with any kind of Scorpio situation, especially Venus and Scorpio is to, to look at, um, not necessarily what's happening, but how we feel about what's happening and the, the, how are things affecting us and what what does that mean? What do we want to do with that? To, to stay focused and oriented on the feeling uh, because that will allow for the feeling to be sort of... Um, processed and transmuted in a way. Okay. So I'm going to pull three cards. Uh, if you have a particular situation or scenario in your life, you can hold that in your heart. Alrighty. So I pulled three cards. Okay. So the first card is the nine of cups. And in this particular deck, the figure is sitting in a room and they have like the nine cups sort of on these shelves and they're, they're reading a book. They look very content. So the nine of cups is, I think it's called like the wish card or the contentment, the contentment card. It's about having your, your wishes, your desires, the things that you want, like really having those met. And because it's the suit of the cups, which is about emotions and relationships, it's it's more about having your emotional or relational needs and desires met. Like this is such a beautiful benefit card. Um, and when I'm like looking at this, I'm thinking about the Venus energy that we've talked about and especially the Venus trine Saturn. So um this is a, a card, I think, that's a reminder that it's important to stay close to what it is that you are really wanting and desiring and that um, that, that is possible for you. That, uh, that you are worthy of what it is that you desire. I'm thinking about one of my mentors used to say that, you know, you wouldn't have these, these desires or these passions or these wantings if it wasn't something that you could have. And so I think that's the reminder of the nine of cups. Um, 
And I'm just noticing there's like this, um, it almost looks like a little like tortoise. It could be a little bug. It's hard to see, but the, the, it almost looks like there's like a little tortoise climbing the, um, the shelf, which I think is really cute. <laughs> okay. So the second card is the hermit card. So I pulled this card reversed. The hermit of course is about, um, solitary introspection. It's about looking inward for answers. And the, it's, it's also a reminder that, you know, the answers are found through seeking from yourself. Um, and it's really about going within and settling and living a more simple sort of existence too, if we're talking about practical things. Um, and that I pulled this reversed tells me that there's, there's kind of like something that, um, needs to be worked out here. So sometimes when the hermit is reversed, it means that we have a resistance to having this solitary, slow downtime, kind of these kinds of experiences, um, it can also mean, in contrast, it can also mean that maybe we are being too solitary and that that we need a little bit more of the social connection, that, that we're kind of going into like a reclusive sort of experience. Um, and so, so I want to kind of go back to that, but I just, there's something here around um, really being with yourself and being with your experience and listening to the wisdom that you have inside. Okay. And then the, the last card is the 10 of cups. Uh, so this card is about culmination, celebration, things coming together. Like it's the next step from the nine of cups, which is the first card that we pulled. So the nine of cups is about like really having the things that you want, things that you need. And then the 10 of cups is, is sort of like um, the celebration of that and the acknowledgement of that and the coming together. At 10 of cups, I also associate with, with um, unions, rituals, parties, celebrations, like these kinds of things. Um, and so, so yeah, so I really like this for you. It's very interesting because we have the, the hermit card sort of like flanked by these two very benefic um, cards, the nine of cups and the 10 of cups. And these are both have like a culminating kind of quality, like things are coming to fruition and things are happening. And it's, it's at, um, emotionally and relationally like these are not like mental or physical though I mean like you know of course that could be the case um but I think what I'm feeling when I'm looking at this is there 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 is there's a lot that you want from <laughs> the nine of cups like there are things you want and it may be that things are starting to come together uh, I don't know. You might be like, Shauna, things are not coming together. I'm having a hard time. And if that's the case, I would say that this card is an encouragement that you can have the things that you want, whether that is 
emotional ease or connection and relationship. I think that's kind of, yeah, like connection and relationship feels really important here. And there's something around your solitary time or your introspection that, that like maybe needs to be rebalanced or thought about, or there's something here around the hermit card. There's something here around your sense of being with yourself. And sometimes that's the literal space and time. And sometimes that's more of an inner quality of introspection. And that there's, uh, that this leads to like, uh, a culmination of the things that you want to come together. Uh, but yeah, very, very encouraging, very beneficial. Uh, I'm really excited for you. I'm curious to see how this week lays out and lands for you. Uh, if you enjoy these weekly forecasts, I would absolutely love it if you leave a rating or review or comment wherever it is that you're listening. Um, and then also I have a separate podcast called depth psychotherapy and astrology. I just made an episode on Saturn transits as symbols of psychological maturation and self-development. I will link that below if you want to listen to that. Um, and that's all for this week. I am wishing you a wonderful week and I will see you soon. Bye.